Welcome to We Don't Owe You Shit with me, Caden Coleman. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe to this podcast. And leave a comment, damn it. I want to know what you think. Welcome to We Don't Owe You Shit with me, Caden Coleman. I don't know why, and I'm going to say it every episode, I have no idea why I do that intro like I don't have an intro that y'all just listened to to get here. But you just going to let me do what I do to feel comfortable because I can't just start talking and like I feel that feels awkward for me. Okay. So um, with every episode, I am going to be doing shout outs. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to do a quick shout out to some of the people that commented on uh, previous episodes. So we got Aiki Four, who said, hey, y'all, this was a great episode. I'm a white cisgender woman, and I learned a lot. Thank you. And then we have El Kosogorin. I'm, I know I'm saying this wrong, but whatever. 06, thank you very much for this episode. I appreciate it very much, and it was very insightful. And then we have Angel, who said, I love these conversations. We need more people like this with the hard hands. I think I said that last episode, but if I did, then Angel got two shout outs and that's just where we're at with it, okay? One thing that I have forgotten to do, and this is gonna be a kind of long list, but y'all are here to listen to me, aren't you? So that's fine. I always forget to shout out my Instagram subscribers. Yes, because I forget that Instagram and Patreon, there's just too many platforms, but I love you all. You know, so let me do a quick shout out. We got Joseph Smith, 1991, Ryan Casada. Shout out to Ryan Casada for subscribing. Um, Cal Light. We got Dom DLR. We got Dennis Blue Music. We have Laxis. Doc Creer Perry, IE underscore 2.0. Mama Bat. Juicy Fruit. Juicy with an E at the end. Juicy says that they're my favorite my biggest fan. So shout out to Juicy Fruit. Um, and then we have Nora A. Popkey, Rachel Joy, which is Rees Maggie's. And then we have Trevor Sean Hawkins. It's a lot of y'all. And I just want y'all to know that I love y'all. And I'm sorry I forgot about y'all before, but I promise I won't do it again. Okay. So anyway, shout out to my Patreon subscribers, the same ones from last episode because ain't nobody else subscribe. I guess y'all didn't care to see the, the video uh, version of my podcast and that's fine. It's okay. I'm not offended at all, except for that I am. But we have a guest today and this guest is uh, near and dear to my heart. And I'm so glad that he is here. We'll get into the background of how we know each other and how long we've known each other, because I think a lot of people have no clue how long we actually have known each other, but I'm going to bring him in now. What's going on, bro? All right now, damn. Hold on. Well, you know it again. I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> Don't do that. You know, I can't let people do that shit. <laughs> I had to. People be like, people always ask me, so why didn't your voice drop? First of all, bitch, you don't know what I sounded like before. Also, I'm a gay man. I purposely put my voice up here. I'm and not the trade. And you I'm know, I'm a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> but you know this, my voice has always been deep. Yes, you always did have a deep voice. And I did not. <laughs> I still don't. It's fine. It's fine. It's all right. Because yeah. um, high octave voices matter. They do. So 
I'm just going to call you EC. You, your name is long as crap, and I'm not. You can do all that. But actually, you know what? I done talked enough. You introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are. Cool. Uh, my name is EC Pizarro III. Like Caden said, I have a very long name, uh, but EC is the initials for my first name. I'm a creative director, brand designer, behind the scenes content pro, and the executive director of TransTech Social Enterprises. At TransTech, we center transgender, gender nonconforming, and non-binary folks in tech with free resources. Our model there is employ, empower, and educate. Uh, so that's you know, what I do, I build websites, video edit, you know, I'm the neighborhood say, like, tech support. I've helped Caden with a Google sheet a few times. I'm neighborhood tech support. Like, <laughs> So I'm going to make this a, a, a short story, but I have been, I'm still working on that, by the way. I had to take a break, but um, I'm putting together some information, some data for our community um, in places that we don't normally speak about. Y'all know how I do. So I'm like so proud of myself. I'm doing this whole thing with my little Apple pencil on, and I'm, I'm putting it on my story. And I was clearly doing it the wrong way. And he hit me up and he was like, you know that there's an easier way. And I was like, say what? And he gave me like a whole video tutorial and I've never looked back. And I am just so pissed off. Y'all, if y'all saw how I was doing it, ooh, I felt so stupid that day. Ooh, <laughs> you, he was like, you could just copy and paste. I was like, shut the fuck up. But it actually helped me a whole lot. But I'm just mad that it took him. I had already did so much. Like, you didn't see my story a couple of hours ago. That was like really crazy. But you know what? The it's algorithm right. is trash. The algorithm is trash. It, it is. I will. You know what? We'll, we'll go with that. We're going to go with that. We're going we're gonna to let that be a thing right now. Um, anywho, so... So I have known EC for Jesus Christ. I'm going to put it this way. I personally have been transitioning for 15 years. Okay. And I knew him before that. Okay. We, this is so embarrassing. If you are an OG black queer specifically, but specifically a lesbian with a sprinkle, a little dabble of um, trans men, a little sprinkle, a little dabble of gay men, gay cisgender men. Y'all remember Downlink. Now, Downlink was back in the day when, baby, you couldn't wait to get off of work or out of school or whatever it was that you was doing so you could get on that computer, baby, and, and we would, and, and you would get you a webcam sometimes, or you would just get you a, a um, uh, uh, some microphone. headphones that had a microphone so you could do your voice chats and when people came in you would type their name real long so they could see it and that was you like saying oh hey it was like that so it's been well over a decade and a half that we have actually known each other and a funny story is um, when you first came out you're, you were Cameron. And what a lot of people don't know, I get asked a lot of times about like my name. And I always tell people the funniest thing is my name was going to be Cameron. But I felt like that didn't fit me. Mm. They wanted me to be Cameron because I was a quote unquote white boy. And we can digest that and process that on a whole nother day. But they were like, you know, because you're a white boy, you know, Cameron. 
And I was like, at first I went with it for like a week and a half. And then I was like, I'm not a Cameron. And you remember everybody called me Kay or Bright Eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and my last name before I got married was Dennison. I so I said Kay Den. This was well before everybody's uh, name was Caden, Aiden, Raiden, Jaden, Shaladen, Skagagan, Spaladen, Laladen, like <laughs> Graden. You know what I'm saying? Like this was well before. I'm an OG Caden. So I don't care that your nephew was named is named Caden. Me and your me and your three-year-old nephew have the same name. Baby, I've had this name. And I came up with it. Yo. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just went off. So anyway, <laughs> um, so how long ago? I can't remember. I remember when you like announced that you were transitioning and mm. I gagged, but I didn't gag also. Like it was like I was excited more than like shocked. Most people. Because you were always nope. a boy. Yeah, nobody was really shocked. Like mm-hmm. when I told my mom, she was like, we were kind of just waiting for you to tell us. <laughs> like that's. Like, oh, did you want um, potatoes with this? Oh, like they was like, okay, so what are you changing your name to? All right, like (laughs) it gave very that. Even with my friends, they was like, I mean, when like by that point, you know this, I had been stopped going by my birth name, right? Yeah, everybody knew me as something else. People didn't even feel comfortable using pronouns with me, and this was before like pronouns were a thing. People were looking at me like. They was like, mm, I'm just gonna call you by your name because that I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, you, you were like the you were like the straight boy. And I remember they used to always call me a little faggy. Remember that? <laughs> that was so inappropriate. But I always act like a gay man. So like when people are shocked about the way that I act, it's people like him that know that I've always been this person. I have not changed. Like, I was not one of those people that took testosterone and suddenly was like, yeah, because no, baby, I've always been this and I always will be. And, and, and he's I've always been that. Been Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Down to the hat. Yeah. Except for they were fitteds back then that were too big. Yeah, but I mean, know, we're not going to get into that. that <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get into that. But so, anyway, how long has it been? How long have you been transitioning now? It'll be 11 years in November. Yeah, so you wasn't, I knew you wasn't that shortly after me. No, it was, uh, it'll be 11 years medically. I told my, I started testosterone in November. I had told my family in February. Got you. Okay. So for me, sure. you know, once I came out, everything went like real quick. It was yeah. like, within a year, I was in corporate America and stuff. And like, fuck y'all. <laughs> respectfully. Yeah. Respectfully. Respectfully. I, I lived stealth for a long time. A lot of people don't know that. Like, but I think that people don't get that that was like the climate of being trans back then. Yeah. Like, I don't think that these young trans men, and what I mean by young is I don't mean age-wise. I'm talking about the ones that just started transitioning or just came into their identity recently. They don't understand what it was like to even get testosterone back then. What? Baby, you Google testosterone, some gray market shit came up. It was creepy. You had to order that supplements and shit from India if you wanted it. Like finding a binder, all we had was underworks. Yeah, there was You had underworks. Yeah, you didn't have all these options. Underworks or an ace bandage or some tape. That was it. 
and not tape. tape. Yeah, we didn't have transfer tape. tape. Duct tape. <laughs> Duct tape. Real tape. Baby, I used to be like, because I had some big old bazoongas too, baby. We, neither one of us was small. No. Up top. And I used to tie, I used to tie them holes. I didn't give a damn where they went. I just needed them gone. That part. Ooh, I don't miss a binder. I don't miss it at all. Especially now living in Texas, baby. I would be dead. I live in Florida. What are you? All right. I grew up in Florida. I forgot. You lived, yeah. you lived in South Florida. I grew up in South Florida. I forgot that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Absolutely or not. So anyway, I want to talk really quick about trans tech social. And I'm going to be real with you because I'm always so all over the place. Like I had an idea of what it was, you know, and what you did. But I didn't really delve that deep. And that's no shade. It's nothing like that. It's I have ADHD. And I'll be like, oh, let me click this. And I'll be like, oh, look, purple. And I'm over here. Or like my kid needs me. Or, you know, something is going on. Life. So I was like, let me make sure that I do some background on trans tech social. Honestly, because of the name, I thought that, I don't know what I thought. I thought it was like some exclusive shit that... Like you had to be already in tech to be. And I was like, I don't know. I can barely, I've become that person, y'all. I can barely operate my iPhone. I have to ask my best friend all the time. I'm like, how do I, how do I get to, that is so embarrassing. But anyway, my nine-year-old tells me how to operate shit now. Her TikTok transitions are chef's kiss. (laughs) You're like, Go ahead and make this for me. Thanks. Yeah, I'd be like, you're going to have to teach me how to do that. Because my brain don't... Anyway, neither here nor there. We're talking about trans tech social. You see how that ADHD just almost took over? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, uh, for, I just took like a quick like blurb and then you can go into it. But trans tech social is a resource for trans folks and allies to get career ready skills. And it's founded by Angelica Ross. Yes. And... All I have to say about that is I remember when I found out that you knew Angelica Ross and it was when we were at the March in DC and I was so jealous because (laughs) she just just started following me like a couple of months ago and I gagged like I fangirled the fuck out and there are some large names that follow me but for some reason because baby that's candy like, I don't know. Anyway, tell us more. Like, go into detail. I want people to know how they can, what they need to be doing to be a part and all that good stuff. Well, all you have to do to be a part of TransTech is fill out our membership form. So our membership is free. Our resources are free. Uh, we don't charge our members for anything. Uh, we have our summit coming up. Uh, we have our summit every year. Our summit is March 28th to March 31st. Uh, completely virtual, TransTechSummit.com. If you're a member by March 15th, you get into the summit for free. If not, you got to pay, you know, accountability, you know, profit. Uh, But for our members, we have a private discord server. We have a trans tech learning library that is all curated content from our members. Um, That's the most invaluable resource that we have. We also offer Linux Foundation certifications in cybersecurity, coding, JavaScript, et cetera, where we cover the course as well as the exam. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. So we get 250 of those a year. 
We also have Google certifications for UX design, project management, data analysis, IT support, cybersecurity, IT automation, and digital and e-commerce marketing. <clears throat> Those are through um, our partner Career Circle. We have that. We also have access to Masterclass. We have our GROW program, which is the career readiness program that is supported by Google. Um, so yeah, we got a lot over at Trans Tech. We have over 5,400 members across 50 countries. So when I took over in 2021, 2020, uh, we had about 800 members. So we, we've we grown substantially. Substantially, <laughs> that's crazy. I didn't know that all of that was offered. And what I love about that is, from what I understand, the tech industry, it, it's kind of reminiscent of like the food industry, the food service industry, where it's very bro-y and very um, like, not as corporate as it might sound, but with the good pay, right? And I think it's so dope that um, trans people can have access to these trainings that they probably otherwise, I know otherwise wouldn't be able to afford. Um, and not only do you get the trainings, but you also get um, help with career readiness, like which I'm assuming is like interviewing and resumes and all resume, that, all that good stuff. prep. We have recruiters come in, people that are currently working in their careers in tech coming in, salary negotiation, wow. which is huge. Huge. Um, <clears throat> and the main thing that we do with trans folks is they feel like tech is inaccessible. They yes. only see like white cis men mm -hmm. in the tech. I tell people all the time, the reality is, is that tech cannot afford to exclude people because of the way technology is in yeah. the world. Right, exactly. If they exclude people, they're not making the most money. Right. And everybody knows in a capitalist society, it's all about the money. All about the Benjamins. Secondly, trans people think that tech is just coding. And it's Yeah, not. it's not. It's so much more. Well, There's you just so named like 80 things. Exactly. <laughs> um, but we work with community to identify your transferable life skills because with tech, a lot of it is transferable. From yeah. the standpoint of project management, if you've ever planned a party, mm -hmm. if you've managed clients, if you've managed customers of any mm -hmm. sort, you know how to manage a project. Right. <laughs> right. A lot of people don't get that. A lot of people don't understand that just because maybe you were a team manager on at, in, in a call center. Those those are skills. Those are skills that you can take with you into different industries yeah. and will give you leverage over other people especially in addition to the extra training and stuff. Exactly. So um, it's trans tech social. So this is just for trans people? No, our membership is 89.5% trans, mm -hmm. but we do have cisgender people in the space. The reality is, is that there are different people, whether you're formerly incarcerated, whether mm -hmm. you're a stay-at-home parent and you're transitioning back into the workforce, there's all different types of transitioning. But in our model, we central, center, center trans women. Yes. So absolutely. we center Black trans women, formerly incarcerated folks, those that are currently or formerly engaged in sex work, because we believe at Trans Tech that if you center the most marginalized and make it accessible and equitable for them, it is accessible and equitable for all. Exactly. Well, that's, I mean, I don't like the thought of, but it's like getting to the people that don't usually get the you know, once the rain, it once the rain it pours, they get the little scraps. We're starting with them and now everybody. So we're making sure that everybody is getting access and not just the people with the, you know, generational wealth and, and power and privilege, right? Okay. Um, 
I thought it was important to say that because there are a lot of cisgender people that um, are supporters of mine. Hey, y'all, that once they hear trans, they're like, oh, that excludes me. So no, it doesn't exclude you. No, it doesn't. Um, if you're looking for some new skills, he just said the membership is free. I will make sure to put the link in the uh, caption, you know, of the, the information part of, of, of this uh, podcast. You don't have no excuses. Go get you some training. And uh, I'm sure um, you just mentioned it's a nonprofit. So the more the merrier. They're telling you, come get this work, literally, figuratively speaking. Come get it. You know what I'm saying? So great way to transition. Let's talk about your accomplishments because you went from, I feel like you went from, first of all, let me just say, I am so fucking proud of you. I can't even begin to like express. I literally like every time you post something or you on your way somewhere, I'd be in here like, yes, come on now. Like, I love it. I love it. I love it. I want to talk about your accomplishments though, because I feel like you went from like, you know, learning how to make websites to like, you know, I felt like all you did was make websites. And then it was like, bam, I'm doing this. Trans Tech t Social, I'm speaking. Where were you just? Where was the last place I went? You had on I green. Went, I went to Highlander Center. I had on green. Oh, that was uh, the Marsha P. Johnson Institute. Thank uh, you. Revival of Love Experience. Yes. Okay. So I know, I knew it was, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I remember the outfit. Look at me. How you shit? I'm such a <laughs> like you had on, you had on green. And no idea what you were doing. That, I knew exactly where I was. Right, but why do I remember the damn outfit? Everything like because they just released the reel yesterday of my that might be interview. it. And I thought how much I love that color. You can't tell because of the lighting, but it's really like the color of this uh accent wall. wall. I am like green is I'm on green right now. It's okay. it changes, but anyway. Um You've done like so much and I feel like it's just been up and I uh, like you get and just up and ramping up in like awards and accolades and all that. So what I want you to do right now is toot your own damn horn. Let these people know wh who they listening to. All right. So I'm going to go back a little bit. Uh, 2015, 2016, I won a Marcom Award for my graphic design, uh, platinum and gold respectively. In 2019, I got the Emerging Leadership Award from the Torch Awards for the National Trans Visibility March. On that march, I was also the Director of Social Media and Communications. Oh, um, I am on Out 100's 2022 list for LGBTQ change makers and policy makers, uh, LGBTQ advocates and policy makers changing the world. Mm -hmm. um, I received an esteem award for National Outstanding Service for the Transgender Community from Pride Index, uh, the Marsha P. Johnson Institute, the 2023 Legacy Award uh, at their Revival of Love Experience, and I received the Catalyst Award from Alpha Omega Kappa Fraternity Incorporated. Listen. I think I remembered them all. <laughs> <laughs> that is really, really dope. That is, I, I was uh, on out out 100. I never talk about the things that I do. It's sad. But I was on there 2021, the year, the year right before yours. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure I shared it when you when you posted it. Um, and I was like, <laughs> um, so let's talk about like tech. Let's talk about like the industry and what that looks like. Because I've heard a lot of like horror stories, but I've also heard a lot of like 
I don't, I really don't even know how to refer to it, but like I've heard of a lot of, especially like trans women, I mean, albeit white trans women um, that have found, you know, camaraderie or at least feel like they found camaraderie um, and more of like an accepting environment than they've gotten in other industries. Um, so I want to hear from you as like a black trans man who's now out. I mean, I know you live stealth for a while, but now we all know, we all know. We all know your business. Um, <laughs> do did you do you notice a difference in the way that you are received or the way that people give you respect now that you're out as opposed to when you were stealth? So, like when you were cis assumed, did they treat you differently than they do now? Um, even though I'm very out and have it everywhere, people still don't put they the still don't in the cargo when they see me. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be out with like a trans tech shirt, my name badge, everything. And they will ask me, how does it feel to be an ally helping <laughs> the community? And I just be like, no one said I was an ally. Like, Why would you assume that? <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't see a, a difference in treatment. Uh, I think for me, it's laborious. I consistently have to out myself. Um, you may have seen the, the Fox Soul situation where the guy like tried to make it seem like he had one up, like they could tell you would do. I saw that. Right. I'm just gonna say they blind. They can't see you, man. You was clearly a dude. Yeah, you wanna know a secret? I was born female. Really? <laughs> ha. Like what if ha. now your mind's kind of blown. <laughs> Baby, I got my life with that. Do you hear me? me? I watched that like 20 times. I shit you not. Let me tell you, Kaden, I had no, I went to go do it. Uh-huh. So shout out to Hope Giselle. Hope Giselle, um, me, she has been a part of trans tech before. And she's, there's a bunch of black trans women that knew I was trans while mm-hmm. I was working stealthily in community that like held my secret. Um, like and Hope Giselle was one of them. She hit me up and she was like, hey, Foxhole wants something, you know, you know, Foxhole is Foxhole your discretion, right? Right. They right. told me what they wanted to do. And I was like, all right, let me get my feet wet into something. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's do it. So I look over the questions and I was like, I already know what's going to happen. Yeah. The girl, I saw what girls were on the panel and I, Kayla, me and Kayla already know of each other. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Kayla was like, oh, hey, you know, da, 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 da. Right, right. and I was like, I was talking to text about friends on the side. I was like, yo, I'm going to go through this whole interview and never say I'm trans. Like, that's going to be the biggest gag for yeah. me at the end of the interview when it posted mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, you was talking to three trans people on that call, not two. Like, you thought. Right, right. But when he tried to thought he was making a joke, Baby, I was like, <laughs> I felt it because I've been there. And I talk about it all the time when I talk about when I do my diversity, equity, and inclusion conversations where there's always, there's always, always in those conversations, somebody who's going to make it seem like they can always tell. And they're going to turn to one of us, usually, and be trying to either invite us in the conversation. Oh, well, you you know, because you, you hear me, bro. Like, they'll never be men. We know what it's like to be men. And you'd be sitting there like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right, right. So you can, so you, so you can always tell. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So... I'm trans, and they be you can see they be looking like that meme with the, all the formulas and shit, <laughs> and you can see them trying to work it out, and then they be swallowing their own tongue, looking stupid. Have you ever gotten? Because I've gotten this as well. Is 
I've disclosed that I was trans and they say, you know, you make a really handsome man. I don't understand why. Yeah, you I knew that's what you were about woman. to say. I and I'm like, say. yeah, never so, mind. Never funny mind. Story. The funniest <laughs> story is, so people always ask me like, um, hey, can I see pictures of you before you transition? And I always say like, yes, you can see the pictures, but you're not going to be like shocked. Like, I'm sorry, it's not going to, I'm not going to give you the gag factor that I gave you. And so I remember when I was, I, I started my transition in Atlanta, right? And I, you know, back in the day, depending on where you lived, you had to go to therapy and get your letter to even get on testosterone. I wanted to go to therapy anyway. But anyway, I went to therapy and I had a session with my therapist. It was a, it was a cisgender man. Um, this was at like an LGBT center, okay. right? And I had my first uh, uh, session with him, went back for my second session and I'm talking to him. Now, mind you, I hadn't started tea or anything yet. Um, he goes, so what makes you, you know, if you don't mind me asking, what makes you want to transition to be a woman? And I just looked at him. <laughs> like, and I was like, no, it's the other way around. This man looked at me. He was like, oh, okay. And the whole rest of the session, he was like, trying to get in. And at the end of the session, this man touched my knee and said, I don't see why we need to have any more sessions. <laughs> go ahead and write you the letter. I shit you not. Do you I know I had, I had the same experience? <laughs> I'm not it was, by, it was by the second session. She was like, so, because um, I lived in Virginia at the time. And during that time, Virginia, people would be surprised, but Virginia had a law where you had did not have to have any surgeries to change your gender marker on your driver's license. Nice. All you needed to do was have a letter from a counselor that says, change it from this to this, and they uh -huh. would change it, no questions asked. Oh, wow. So by the second session, she was like, so you you can't be going into the woman's bathroom. They're like, <laughs> You should not be going into the women's bathroom. I'm not even on hormones yet. It's just, <laughs> right. like, you should not be going into the women's bathroom. Yeah. Right? Like, and speaking of bathrooms, like dead ass, like I stopped going to women's bathrooms well before I even came to the realization or not realization because I knew. When I finally came to peace with the fact that I was trans, I stopped going to women's restrooms. Why? Because every time I would walk in there, there would be some lady that would be like, um, sir, 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 you can't be in here, sir. And I'd be like, but see, your voice would give you away. Me, not. When they do that shit to me. They, they, there's a man in the, you know what? Let they me. didn't care. They did not <laughs> care. They, because you want to know what, you know, I used to think my voice would give me away. I did. And then mm. I met my ex-husband. Now you've been, you were around. That man sounded like a lady. Okay. And so I know that regardless of your stature or whatever, you know, while people might expect you to sound a certain way, people always sound me, expect me to sound like the trade. It's because of the beard and the tattoos. And, you know, I'm not no little, I'm not no little guy. You know what I'm saying? So they expect me. <clears throat> I haven't been on T in months. So getting down there. They expect me to get, getting down, getting down into that baritone. Right, you gotta get down here. They don't understand. They don't expect me. They they want me to be like this, and I'd be like, "Hey, <laughs> do you know what's crazy? People expect <laughs> when they hear my voice, they be like, the fuck.' Yeah, because what? 
we supposed to switch voices is really what it's supposed to be. Like, but I, like I'm not, I mean, it is what it is. I like my voice though. And oh, I, like yeah. I like, I actually like my voice too. Like, I don't have any qualms about it. I don't feel dysphoria about it. I don't feel mm. like I'm not man enough. I, it doesn't bother me, especially being that I am a gay man and in the gay community, baby, people this sound is like anything. They sound like that. You will get a range. You will get the a power bottom that likes to get his head plowed into through walls, literally through a wall. Who sounds like this? Or they'll also be like, yeah, what's up, man? Be six, four and a half, 348 pounds. You'd be like, nigga, you wear a size 15 shoe. <laughs> so I know that like, it doesn't bother me. Mm. People, but, but the thing is that people expect us trans men they don't think of us as men. They think of us as women who are trying to be men. And so they think that we wake up and put on our personas. And it's like, girl, I go to sleep, wake up, shit, I eat. I don't put on shit but my drawers. Okay. <laughs> and maybe some clothes. Y'all know I don't like clothes. And drawers are sometimes optional. because Right. Because who's doing that? <laughs> I work from home. So maybe it's a waste up situation all the time. Maybe it's, it's that. It depends on what I'm doing. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, okay. So, like, you're busy. Like, you travel more than I do now. Um, also people, can y'all hire me? No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> um, you travel more than I do. I, every time I turn around, you are literally, I'm literally um, on, on Sunday. Yeah, I know. And I like, part of me wants to be envious, but being that I hate flying, like I hate it. I hate living out of my suitcase. Um, shameless plug. I just bought a soul guard, um, suitcase. Um, it just came here today. I'm looking right at it. And it is now it's sustain sustainably. All of the, the the materials are sustainably sourced, so we're not leaving a carbon footprint. I learned about it from um, Skyler Baylar. Okay. Okay. Um, he's always talking about it, and I tried. I did. I went on Amazon and I tried to get like that. Uh, there's the little inserts that you get to uh, like to organize your stuff and whatnot. It didn't do what it was supposed to do. Now Soulguard is not cheap. Right. However, you can charge your phone. You can. It's. It has a closet in it. It oh, has nice. a closet in it that that stacks you up. But you can, yeah, I'm gonna send it to you, and I'm gonna send you his um little link so you can get. Uh, I'm not sponsored. I'm just telling y'all that <laughs> I was proud of this purchase, and for me, I cannot stand fucking traveling. I hate it because I always feel so discombobulated. But having that, it has pockets for everything, and you can get everything in there, you know, for, and it, it even gives you like um, instructions like how to best pack your shit so that it fits in there properly. They have carry on sizes, they have check bag sizes, they have larger carry on sizes. I got the smallest carry on because, baby, I don't want to check a bag. I can't, I don't have enough patience. Um, Listen, but in and out the airport. That's what I'm saying. As soon as I get off the plane, I'm trying to get the fuck out. So, anyway. Long-winded plug. Check out um, Skylar's page if you're listening. Um, uh, Pink Man Ray is is his name on everything. Um, but back to you. So you being on the go all the time, does that affect your personal life in any way? Like as far as like dating and <laughs> child, me neither. I don't date. Um, it does affect my personal life, but also living in Florida, 
I live away from a lot of the people that are close to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I, I know like the political climate is really trash in Florida. I get mm-hmm. that. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people are leaving Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I have political reasons for staying as well as personal reasons. So the political that. side of shit is everybody can't afford to move. And right. I ain't about leaving nobody behind. Right. So I feel I feel the personal that. side, I have very bad seasonal depression. I have been living out in Florida for seven years and gone through life and life has been lifing uh-huh. a broken engagement, almost living out of my car, all type mm-hmm. of shit. Mm-hmm. And the weather really helped. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that. It's, it's actually crazy that you say that because I was literally just talking about that today about how um, I can't even remember what the full conversation was, but I was like, you know what? But at least living in Texas, I don't have to deal with seasonal depression because while it gets a little nippy, the sun's sunning. I'm getting my vitamin D no matter what. Come and on. so I don't deal with that like how I used to deal in Philly and up in the Northeast because I, you know, even though I miss my folks and I wish that I could be closer, I'll see you when I have an event that way. Love you. Will somebody pay me to fly out there? <laughs> right, exactly. I'll see you. We're going to make some time. Um, so it does affect your, your personal life, but you not, you, 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 it's not like you're not dating. So really, honestly, your friends should just understand. Well, it's also a thing of like, I like it. I like it. I I feel feel like I get to go to different cities. Mm -hmm. I get to meet different people. Are you an extrovert? Um, no, I'm actually an introvert. Me living out here, though, uh-huh. I I work from home. Right. I don't. So you're, really, right. I interact with people when I have to go out. Yeah, you know. And from a standpoint of like, I have friends out here that I kick it with. Like, I'm going to friends to the movies with my homie tomorrow. Um, I got friends I kick it with, but from a standpoint of like how visible the org is and the founder is. Whenever I go out in community, I can never go out as just a community member. That's yeah, not a yeah, thing. Yeah, right. You know, so like anytime I go out, it is E.C. Pizarro III, the executive director of Trans Tech, yeah. Trans Advocate, all of these uh-huh. different things uh-huh. that have to show up. for. So for me, it's like it's very intentional when I go outside in groups in uh-huh. Florida. So yeah. if you think about it, my socialization happens when I'm traveling. So I that's why that. I like it. Like when I I'm in that. Florida... I wouldn't say I'm more isolated, but I am, mm-hmm. you know, I'm to myself, I work, I, you know, bike, I hang out with my friends, but you know, my friends are cisgender, you know, like my yeah, culture, mine mine you know, cisgender, <laughs> yeah. um, his boyfriend, Phil, um, my homegirl, baby face, like those are my friends in Florida, yeah. you know, my hairstylist chase, like, those are my friends. Right. Um, but for me, it's on some, I like to be in different places. Like it's, it's not that I don't like the fall or don't like winter. I just, the, the way y'all like to come to the beach for a week and <laughs> yeah. then go back to life. I like yeah. to go the to opposite. fall for a week yep. and then come back, yeah. go to the mountains for a week. And then I come back to where y'all vacation at. And that's yeah. what I like. Yeah. And I, I grew up there, so I definitely get it. Um, I will never intentionally go somewhere where it snows. That's just how I feel about it. And I'm not, nobody can change my life. Um, 
But speaking of personal lives, um, you do said you do you said you don't date, which I get. Um, me neither, because why? It's fucking ghetto. Who wants to do that? Um, but I know that the nosy folks. I know there's somebody watching this like, who is y'all? I'm just trying to see what it's at. Because they do that to me too. Um, how do you identify as far as your sexuality goes? I like what I like. I like that is the vaguest motherfucking answer. I know it is. Because the reality is, okay. <clears throat> so Kaden, you know this. From a public standpoint, people have only seen me in committed relationships yes. with women. Mm-hmm. What I am saying with I like what I like, that does not mean that I have only been intimate with cisgender women. I have been intimate with a gamut of people. A gamut of gender (laughs) expressions. Um, A myriad. A a myriad. A cornucopia of people. A myriad of folks. Um, He don't discriminate. If he like you, he like you. If he finds you attractive, he finds you attractive. He also said he's not dating. But he did not say that he's not hunching. So here's my thing. If you feel so inclined, shoot your shot. You might win. Who knows? Non-disclosure will be required. Um, you will have to sign an NDA. I need to start doing that. It's no shit. I don't be hunching. I do not be hunching. I really don't. I mean, I don't be hunching either. Like, that's not a... It's more intentional these days. I feel exactly. like... Exactly. Yep. From a... Not just more intentional, but... I think... I think a lot of people don't talk about people that live stealth for a very long time and then become hyper visible Mm -hmm. and it kind of like skyrockets and how that shifts dating. Yes. Like my whole style of dating now is different because Mm -hmm. I understand my proximity to a very famous black trans woman. So for me, my antennas Mm -hmm. instantly go up Mm -hmm. with anybody that want that's in community that wants to get close to me because yeah. I, I don't know if you really want to get close to me or if you want to get close to her because you found out at the march that I knew Angelica but I was with Angelica when she got the script for Pose like I've been down with Trans Tech since 2017. Oh okay, and word. So I had been working with Angelica behind the scenes and just nobody knew. The right. with, with Angelica was, I'll do whatever you want me to do for free and volunteer for the organi- organization. I need community service hours for my frat, but you're not about to put me on no flyer. You're not about to put me on no poster. You none of that. You're not. A, I'm not about to be your poster boy. Like, yeah, understood. I'm gonna be over here. Uh huh. And I love that it's still kind of that way. Like you're not a poster boy. You're not a poster boy. But like those who know know. And like, you're still receiving the roses that you're supposed to be receiving. Um, but I feel that because I was going to say it, but I didn't want to say it. And then you said it. And you said before we got, before we started, um, before we started recording, he was like, we live the same life. And it's starting to really feel that way because honestly, truly, one of the main reasons why I'm not interested in dating is because people want to date Caden X Coleman, right? The public figure. And they see that. I have X amount of followers and verifications and yada, yada, yada. And if you Google me, I now have a Wikipedia page and all this shit. And I'm like, damn, I wish that Wikipedia page paid my bills, but they don't. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I always can tell there's people, even in friendship spaces, like they're hit me up 
And it'll be people that I haven't talked talk to in a long time. And then they'll start talking about, yeah, just trying to get this podcast off the floor. Oh, yeah, just trying to get on this content. Oh, you know, just trying to, you know, I'm getting better with asking people for help. And you'd be like, or people who are only interested in me once they see that I have a platform and suddenly they DM me. Like, girl, no, that ship has sailed, sister girl. I don't want it. You don't know how many people... When people started to see just how close my proximity was I'm to sure. where all of a sudden, oh, hey, we've been in space plenty of times. Mad and, times. And I've tried to say hello. And you didn't want to have nothing to do with me. Because the thing is, is like stealth low disclosure. I think a lot of people that have been out in community for a very long time, you got to understand like stealth people aren't not watching the community. Right. Like stealth people are literally in the shadows. Like- I've been the balls and right. been next to folks and been there. And y'all have always just pinned me as the trade. Right. And that's on y'all. I've just been in the corner because Kaden, you know, my friend group. Yeah. They're all very visibly queer. Yes. They're mm-hmm. all, <laughs> I am the most binary nigga. Mm-hmm. Of the bunch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody is visibly queer. I am. I think that I'm probably, and that's the craziest part. Me being as gay as I am. I'm still probably the most binary person because no matter how gay I try to look, I be trying to sometimes. But no matter how much I try, it's not until I start moving and talking that people be like, but like just standing there, I've literally been like at work and stuff with my nails done. And I'm not talking about just like this. I'm talking about acrylic nails and Trey will walk up to me. This is in Philly. Trey will walk up to me and be like, what's that, your team colors? A football team. Girl, no. No, it's not. Like, I never get read as queer, ever. And it bothers me because well, I, mean, I love I mean, that. I mean, from a standpoint, I would, I would identify as queer. Like, mm-hmm. I had to have a conversation with myself when I got out 100 because they ask you directly your sexual <laughs> orientation. And that's something... Even before I transitioned, I never answered. It was always, I like what I like. Yeah. I like what I like. It's just, you always saw me with women. And that's yeah. just because it. I'm very private if it's not official. People know, like, again, I, I the way I even um, present myself and my brand is that, like, you are not going to see me as just a brand or a robot and expect perfection from me. Because that's not realistic, and I don't know how to put on like a facade. I just am. Mm-hmm. I just am. So there's yeah. going to be flaws, and you're going to see real life shit happening. You know what I mean? Like that's just what life be life in. Life literally be life in, and people don't expect us to have life like issues. If I could like, listen, if I could only tell you how life has lifed in a different way since taking on this position baby it's just been like all right hold that okay hold that like in a good way or a bad way i mean a little bit of i think i don't really see anything as bad i see right or well yeah good or not so good good or not so good opportunities if you will uh-huh. Um, I went on a really like deep spiritual journey when my uncle committed suicide. Um, oh, wow. So I'm I'm super. Yeah. Well, there was a time where I just went ghost on social media and I said nothing. Like I just went away. 
and I just stopped social media altogether. Um, and it was when during that time. And in my family, my family thought I had a crush on him, but he was the guy in my mind. Like, like the prototype. The prototype. He was young, successful. Think about a black man in the 90s with an earring. Mm-hmm. Works on Wall Street, but wears turtlenecks and looks like he's in New Jack City. Like I'm I was like, just yo, I swear we're the same person because I was thinking like um 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 uh Wesley Snipes in New Jack City. That's like, exactly where my mind went. He had the high top fade. Like I was just like, that is the pro. Ooh, yes. that's that's what I want to be when I grow up. Like mm-hmm. he was still cool. He had the like legit, you know, because at that time it was get the job that's going to pay well, mm-hmm. that gives you insurance, that does all of these things. Like mm-hmm. he had that. He had the girlfriend. He had the the fly apartment in Jersey City right across from New York. Like it was Ooh. like. <laughs> Ooh. So that was my guy. What is that called? Reho, 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 Reho somebody. I can't even think of the name of the area. Huh? I can't think of the name of it. Uh, the name of that part of Jersey that's right across from um, New York. Hoboken. Hoboken. There we go. That's what I, I don't know where I got Reho. Jersey. I was about to say. I was like, you talking about Hoboken? <laughs> um, but when that happened, like it shook me. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I could imagine. So, like from a standpoint of seeing things good or bad, like everything I do is because he he lost his fight with depression. Yeah. Right? Like. He was diagnosed with mental health issues. Um, and everything I do is intentional. I feel that. Every feel that. Everything. So it's like even things that like kind of pull me down, gut wrench me, I, I kind of have to frame it as, all right, this is a time to be still and, mm-hmm. and to yeah. be intentional. And yeah. um, I think as a kid, I was always on the go. Like I was a all-year athlete. Same. Karate, you know, Girl Scouts, all of these different things, um, orders for public speaking. It was always something. Mm-hmm. So now as an adult, it's like, no, I need Slow to down. be still. Mm-hmm. Slow down. Like, I need to check in with myself. Yep. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm working on that. Thanks, Sarah. And in that process, like, I've, I've lost a lot of people that yeah, same. people... Mm-hmm think are still close to me. I just don't talk about it. Same. Um, <laughs> but I was the friend that always said yes. Mm-hmm. I was the friend, like, I know I'm a good friend. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a good friend. Like, I'm a 10 toes down type adult. Yeah. Call me anytime. Respectfully, my Let's phone. See. Those that know, my phone goes on do not disturb at a certain time. You better call twice. I'll answer, though. Yeah. <laughs> Because that means you really needed to get through. You know what I'm saying? Like, you better have really needed to get through. You know what I'm saying? So, but... I feel that. Since, what I can say is this. Since all of this, Mm -hmm. ironically, the a lot of the trans people that were close to me are now more distant. The cisgender people that are close to me are, like, rallying. I think they were comfortable with me struggling. Because they they had a place in my life because they felt that they could show up for me in one way. Now, so you need the, them. They found. I'm not going to say I didn't need support at that time because I did. Like, no. What, what I'm saying to you is, they felt as though you needed them, and when you no longer needed them, 
it was no, they like, felt they felt like once I was able to sustain, they had nothing. I feel like that they felt like they had, had nothing. nothing. To, oh, that's what I was getting ready to say. And for me, I felt like they did still have something. Or like, no, nah, like you held me down. Right. So, so like we're up, like this. My thing is, I, and I use this analogy, like I if I have been given the blessing of Angelica Ross to take a full advantage of the opportunity and position that mm -hmm. I am. Mm -hmm. So I'd be a fool not to because she's right, blessed. Absolutely. Right. Yes. So for me, it's like, I'm trying to be the LeBron James of this shit. Like you could be rich. Paul ain't hard off. Like nobody on LeBron's team is not set with their own That's shit. And, and like the way tech is set up, it's like, do you understand just because of who the founder of my organization is? what type of stuff comes in my inbox where people are asking me recommendations for stuff? Like, do you have a recommendation for this position? We're specifically looking for somebody from your community. Oh, let me look through my Rolodex. And people are blocking, y'all are blocking y'all blessings if you listen. But also, if, but also like if healed me is an issue and for them, it is happier, right. it is better for them to not, because healed me has boundaries. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Oh, healed me has boundaries, and some of those boundaries means saying no to yeah. you and yes to me. And a lot of and people can't handle boundaries. They don't like boundaries. No, no. So like, there's no beef. I wish them well. Um, I it's it's sad, honestly, because. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect my cis friends to be so comfortable with me being so visible. You know what I mean? Because I that's was just, that's kind of strange, but why? Because my friends be forgetting I'm trans. I get that. But what, what does that have to do with the visibility of you being trans? My because friends forget you, I'm trans all the time. Because I feel like being visibly trans in that way, if, you really see the true colors of your cis friends because then they really have to advocate because it's a standpoint of I'm cis assuming. So there's never a public time in any type of interaction to... that mm. you would ever have to advocate or voice your political opinions about the transgender okay. community. I get where you're going with that. Now and I understand visible, that. I'm yes. being publicly vocal about yes. my stance on black trans women, black trans mm -hmm. men and protecting mm -hmm. them and sex mm -hmm. work is work and mm -hmm. all of these things. And you need mm -hmm. to respect people's pronouns and I don't yep. care what they look like and what pronoun they tell you respect that. Respect shit. it. Like so yes. you sit, you don't know cisgender people until you start putting them in. Right. That yeah, that's true. That's and true. Everybody. I feel like innately because of the way society is set up, Everybody got a little bit of transphobia in them. Because Everybody, even trans people. Trans, even trans people. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we got to all unpack that shit and it, yeah. it doesn't have malicious intent behind it. Right. I'm mm -hmm. not saying you hate my whole community. Right. I'm just saying what you said right there was, was transphobic up. as fuck, bitch. And here's how it fucked up. Like, <laughs> let me explain. Oh, it's where you had me fucked up. Because, <laughs> yeah. What do you mean I'm not a real man? What? Right. What is yeah? I, what, what do you is, mean? What is I, that supposed to say? What is what is fake about me? And right. then I'm like, so what is your definition of a man? See right. how you didn't start off with someone born with a penis? Right. Now I just don't understand why. <laughs> why your thought process? We're not saying that. That's man crazy. Here. That's so crazy. <laughs> You're, that is so crazy. We literally be going through the same shit, and that is absolutely nuts. So um, yeah, my sis friends have been like cheerleaders, and it and it's dope. 
Like I love that. And, and this actually segues perfectly into mm-hmm. my question when we're talking about this is not about cis people, this is about the community because mm-hmm. we talked about how me and you, we both mostly have cis friends. My friends are cis too. Like I it's not intentional, it's just what happens, I guess. Um what are your thoughts on anti-Blackness and the way it finds its way into the trans community as it pertains to recognition and visibility? Mm. I know that if Angelica had put like a white trans woman in charge of trans tech, there would be a completely different level of visibility. I know that. I know that if it was a white trans man, Mm-hmm. there would be a different level of visibility. I yes. also know that if it was a Black trans woman, there would be a different level of visibility. Anti-Blackness shows up in the work, you mm-hmm. know? And, mm-hmm. it, and it's layered and it's complex. Um, one thing that I'm most proud of at our organization is we've instated an anti-Black and anti-racism statement that we make our board members sign, that we ask our board members to sign. Like, That's no, really we have to agree to this. Like, and it's mm-hmm. not a disposable thing. It's an, a, a community accountability. Like, yeah. no, we're not one striker out. Like, no, we're going to talk about it because the reality is, is there's Black leadership here. There's Black trans leadership at this organization. And there mm-hmm. isn't a lot of Black trans-led organizations. At all in that part and then if you talk about like the girls that are like in the lights mm-hmm. how many of them have community organizations right and that's the thing that's the thing the 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 people that they uplift you'd be like but also like it play i i, I don't have them type of feelings because it plays into the society yeah it but plays, i do i do I, mean, I, I hear you but it's it's not surprising to me it's yeah, like right, no, it's not surprising to me. It's not surprising. Like I know that I would my social media probably would be completely different if, if you were white. My if I were white. I know mm-hmm. my social media following would be I know mine would be different too. if I was the type to like all of my pictures with my shirt off, like and just outside. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but the reality is is like I'm getting more comfortable with sharing more of my life. Like mm-hmm. I need people to be patient with me from a standpoint <laughs> of you're asking me now to disclose a part of my life that I have not talked about publicly for 10 years. Right. You think it's just going to happen overnight because y'all give me a whole bunch of awards? Like They do think that. Yeah. They do think that. They think that we as trans people, it's never hard for us to talk about our identity. And because we're uh, putting ourselves out there, that we should just be comfortable with sharing all aspects of our lives and even the most intimate things because people are curious and they want to get educated. Yes, they do believe that. They absolutely believe that. And I think my advocacy shows up in, you're going to respect my humanity. You're going to respect my masculinity. You're going to respect my manhood mm-hmm. without knowing any of that. Yeah. And, like and, that, and it's because it's like, I work in tandem with you. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. You type like, nah, this is full transparency. I, I, I. I'm the type where you don't need to know that's not what I'm talking about. Yes. And, but I also work in full transparency of what I deem appropriate for me to be transparent about, which mm-hmm. is um, uh, on, on, on point because I am relaunching my transgender time. And the very first episode is going to be about boundaries. So 
stay tuned for that shit. <clears throat> what advice would you give to the younger trans generation? Now, we already talked about younger. So I don't mean people who are younger in age. I just mean those who are just now either coming to their identity or just started their transition, whatever that may look like. Be patient. Praise the Lord. Be patient. Um, in the beginning, for me, I was in a rush for everything to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and mainly, I had surgeries so quick, just from a standpoint of I, I wasn't, I was entering corporate America. There was yeah, a level of safety to. that I needed uh-huh. to have entering in corporate America. Yes. Um, but be patient because you are changing. And I think what, and people are so wrapped up in the physical, but when you really tap into the fact that you are trans, you then start tapping into all of the thoughts that you have suppressed because you Mm -hmm. thought you could not express that because your identity was such. Which is a perfect example of just dispelling the idea that testosterone is what makes people gay. No, baby, you were already gay. You already wanted that PP. You wanted that penis, but you didn't want it. Your mind said absolutely not to keep you safe because it didn't want that around you when you were perceived as female. Mm-hmm. That's that's like honestly, or you know, vice versa for like trans women who suddenly are like, damn, that girl is sexy. What is going on? Now they're lesbians. Yeah, you never. It wasn't that you were a gay man. You were a trans woman, and you still are attracted to women or you found yourself now you're attracted to everyone like it don't matter you're willing to open your brain up in that way and that's why it's important not to rush i think that is one of the biggest pieces of advice that people look over yeah don't like patience and find find community that's really down for you that's really down for you because things there's going to be ebbs and flows there's Mm -hmm. there's life and just not with transition and also, find something outside of your transition. Like, so serious. Find something outside of your transition. Caden remembers the time where people were offing themselves. Trigger warning. You can mm-hmm. put it in there before. Yeah. But people were offing themselves with all of their surgeries complete. Quote, unquote. They mm-hmm. were to the point where they were done doing surgeries. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know anything about themselves because they have been so wrapped up in their transition. Like really tap into who you are outside of your transition. What do you like? What do you don't like? What are your hobbies? Like tap into that. And then look into nobody going to take care of you, but you. So like tap into that. Absolutely. That's beautiful um, advice because, you know, uh, the community and finding yourself outside of your transition, I think go hand in hand too, because what we'll do is we'll get into community with trans men who are not in alignment with who we are, right? And does that make them bad people? No. But what I've learned and what I learned when I first started my transition is that a lot of trans masculine people, and I only ever speak about trans masculine people because I am not a trans woman and I don't, that's not my lane to speak on. Uh, but a lot of trans men will guide you in the direction they think you should go, right? So I was guided to, they, I was try, they were trying to push me to be straight. They were trying to force me to be straight. And I'm still cool with my, my last girlfriend that I had. 
before mm. I was like, well, one of my 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 girlfriend before the last one, but okay. I, the, I, I, it was a stud, the the last one. Mm. But anyway, neither here nor there. I'm still cool with her, and she was never shocked that I, um, liked men, and it wasn't because I wasn't attracted to her. It wasn't that I didn't eat the box right or anything. I was doing what mm. I needed to do, right? Mm -hmm. But the point is that like. I was who I was, and I felt like I, in order to be a man, I had to do these mm. things. And a lot of people fall into that trap, and they end up rushing into surgeries, getting top surgery, bottom surgery, probably never even wanted bottom surgery. But you've been taught that in order to be a real man, you have to have a penis. Now you have gotten bottom surgery, but maybe you didn't uh, research the types of bottom surgeries that exist. Right. So you didn't get the one that was more affirming for you. So you can't have sex the way you think you, you thought you could have sex or whatever the case may be. And so if you don't really have a grasp on who you are outside of being a trans person, it's going to be very easy for other people to sway you in a direction that can be very bad for you and your mental and emotional well-being. So just I, I think that is so important to talk about. I tell people every time I do um, talks and, and trainings, I tell people that transitioning is not just uh, physically and socially. It's emotionally, mentally and spiritually. All of it. All of it. Like it is a transition. It is a transition. All encompassing people. Like, and that's mm -hmm. why when people when people say I want to transition, oh, I want to become transgender. I'll be like, what do you mean? You're already trans, trans if you're trans. You're you might be making the 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 move into everybody's journey looks different. Right. But but you what you're saying is you want to medically transition. Because you you you're still going to be transitioning and that's why when people ask me, are you done transitioning? I'm like, baby, I'm going to be transitioning for the rest of my life. Does that mean that I'm going to be on testosterone for the rest of my life? No. Does that mean I have more surgeries coming up? No. But some parts of me are mm -hmm. going to be transitioning. Mm -hmm. As a result of who I am and my identity, maybe my sexuality or whatever the case may be, but I'm going to be continuing to transition for the remainder of my life. That's just part of it. And that's what I be telling people. You're not just signing up to take testosterone shots and get a, a Sunni beard and, um, and, and muscles because you got to remember beard, that the, the, beard the, hairy ass, the, the beard may never come, um, but you might get a hairy ass crack. That's probably, that's usually the first thing that happens. Say I'm lying. Say I'm lying. You can't. <laughs> so what is next for you? Like what, like what's on the horizon? Like where do you see yourself? Like what's, what do you, what is, what, what, what would you have to look forward to? I mean, um, don't divulge nothing that, that you can't, but like, if you got some big things in the work, you can just like, oh, some big things in the work. You know I, mean, mean? Like, I got some big things in the work. Some okay. announcements coming out. That's the um, there's, there's some, there's some stuff in the works. And if I can, finally get the time off to finish my product Marsha's web um that will be launching in june but like next prize season i'm gonna be outside you gonna see me uh, we got some big big partnerships coming up i'm, try I'm trying to have a bbl by then not a bbl baby i'm trying to you know i ain't got no ass like this is not a secret i got a hank hill booty and i deserve i feel like i deserve to have an ass for the if rest you, of my life. Uh, listen. You know what I'm saying? But I can't just go get a BBL. I have to journey split open my abs. So I have to get that fixed. And the only way to get that fixed, because it's not covered by health insurance, is to get a tummy tuck first. They got to sew all that up. And then I have to get what's called a skinny BBL. But either way, I don't even know. I might not get a BBL after I do all that. 
Because who wants to do that much surgery? It's never that <laughs> the surgery would be draining. Yeah, that's that's draining. But I'll, I'll just wear some booty pads. And it, people be like, well, what you going to do when you have sex? They're going to get whatever ass I give them. Sorry. Sorry. Wow. Wow. We went off on a tangent. Ain't going to have anything again. <laughs> That's and it don't help because I entertain it. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah. you'd be like, right. Yup. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm over yeah. here like, because. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So tell the people where they can find you, where they can All keep right. up with you. Uh, EC the third uh, with periods in between. So EC period, the, the period third on Instagram, TikTok, um, ecpizarre.com if you're a LinkedIn that's usually where most of my like trans tech stuff is um Instagram and TikTok it's a little bit of me traveling um different speaking engagements if you're looking for a speaker you know I can come um my website is ecpizarre.com uh, you can see all of my stuff I have like my speaker reels and things like that uh, like Kayla said I'd be outside so I did the digging I, I need you to do that digging like because that helps with what you know what I'm talking about. That helps with the end. Cause I had to do some digging. I was like, what? I got Yale on my shit. Let me put that on my website. <laughs> like I have Yale too. And I'm like, why am I not? I'm about to go speak at UNC again in November. I think you Duke University again. I, this is like my fourth time back at Duke. You went like, I'm like, why you, am I not? Duke need to be all. Duke is like one of the top when it comes to like medicine, like from what you you talk about, like from reproductive justice health, I know. And stuff like that. Like, and I teach their literal nursing students. Yeah, and you, I don't talk about it. Out. You you talk about it, but this time I'm going to record. I'm I've always I've been doing it virtually because of COVID, but mm -hmm. I'm trying to like get like I'm going to be there in November. And I actually the the lady just messaged me today. I need to take next uh, message her back, but like. I don't know why I never talk about that stuff, but yeah, like y'all, if y'all are doing the things, talk about the things that you're doing. Listen, listen. that imposter syndrome is a nasty, dirty asshole. It's, it's dirty. And I think also from like what we talked about before, it's hard to, because it's hard to sometimes because it's like, I don't want to be that nigga. Then you don't want to be like, that nigga. It's but like, I, I am that, be nigga. that nigga. But then also in your head, you're like, but I am. I am. I'm literally. Like, I'm literally nigga. him. Like, <laughs> like, I'm going to put some respect on my name. Like, I really don't care how you feel. I, like, Sometimes. And that's why I wanted you to toot your own horn, because I'm trying to get better at that, too. And I know so many black trans masculine people who are the same exact way. I was just talking to a friend that did that does the same thing. And he was like, I got to get better at like. So giving me, myself my roses. I think for me though, it's the balance of understanding when that time is because it's like sometimes I feel yeah, like, you don't need to be walking into room like yo, you know, it's me. No, but it's not that, but it's like sometimes where I just want to be on chill mode. Like, yeah, you know, some of my homies they just call me Trey, right? Mm -hmm. So for a standpoint of like I'm just Trey, like I'm yeah. just chilling, like when they be like, Yeah, you don't even know who this nigga is. I'm like, yo, chill. I... like whoa, whoa. Chill, chill, my B. Friends that I'm, do that same I'm, shit. I'm chilling, B. Like, like I'm literally just trying to sit here and have a drink. I'm chilling. famous. Don't do that. Do you know? Be like, who do you know yeah. who's the founder of the organization he runs? He runs shit over there. I'm like, yo, chill, B. I'm just really trying to. I'm really shape. just trying to have my Jack and Coke. <laughs> We're the same person. I, I'm really. I'm Not really you said Jack and Coke. 
That's my drink. Do you understand? <laughs> now, mind you, I haven't drank in like a month and a half, but Jack and Coke make Jack and Coke is, is that girl. Honey, Do you understand? Honey, me? Jack, honey Jack on ice or honey Jack chilled is, is my shit. That's like I'm coming to Miami. <laughs> Bitch, I ain't been back in a minute either. Because we the same person, and that don't make no kind of sense. And we don't talk enough. We're gonna talk about why we don't you know talk what? enough. We, I mean, we be busy and I got kids, but like you got you know what? Let's hold each other accountable to that. I think honestly, for we don't me, even have each other's fucking phone numbers. Okay, we're we're gonna change that. We're gonna yes, change yeah. that first off. Yes. I think for me. As the stealth guy, like there was, you know, what I'm saying because like it's a bunch of y'all that are out invisible that yeah. I have relationships with, and Ben yeah. had relationships with. Just Same. people don't realize it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and for me, it's always been like, you know, I'm rooting for you, and if you need me, I'm right here. Like because everything I everything I do that you everything I do. Baby, I can guarantee you go. You gonna send me my clapping emoji in in, in my on on Instagram. And Listen, I may not is, say much, but I will. You send gotta an emoji. say nothing. I will send a meme. I will send yep. a gif quick. Yep. Like, oh no, nah, I see that shit. Uh huh. Yup. Yup. That dead ass. That's me too. Though, no shame. <laughs> That's me too. too. That's me too. Because, um, because honestly, Kaden, there is some. Sometimes you say things. I don't say I agree with everything that you say. But there are sometimes that you say things that I be wanting to say that I can't say. Yeah, I, I get that. I because that's, but of, that's like my brand. Yeah, yeah right. Because and I and I and, I, and I, that's so my binary. Mm-hmm. You know, like but I am. I'm binary. I'm so I, binary. I think There's nothing non-binary about assumed, me. I'm also assumed heterosexual. Exactly. Yes, I think that's what it is. Um, you remember were when I posted that? Me, yeah, remember when I posted that status? I was like, uh, "Fems think I'm gay." Gay men think I'm straight, and both are loud and wrong. And everybody right, yeah. was confused Gagging. in the comments. They were like, yep. "Wait, what?" But I knew. But <laughs> I, I've been, I've been known. Like I be knowing, I be knowing all the things. You know what I'm saying? I always know all the things. I don't feel like it's my business to tell people's business, and I never will. But what I aim to do, and I think that's why I probably won't always be kind of like an underdog, is I aim to be the voice for the voiceless. Like, I'm not going to keep regurgitating the shit that everybody else is regurgitating. I'm going to say the stuff that everybody else is afraid to say. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of gets me labeled as aggressive, but that's fine. I'll be that. Caden mm-hmm. don't have no filter. That's fine. I'll be that. But at the end of the day, the community who I'm aiming to serve, even if they're not telling me right out, I, you know, eventually they'll come and say, you know what, honestly, you be saying some stuff. And, and it's always that. I don't always agree with the things you say, and immediately my ADHD brain, brain goes. So, what did you, de- what, did you what disagree? You, with? What did you agree? What did I say that you didn't like? Because everything I said was fast. Was but <laughs> but it'd be like, but but, and then they always follow up with, but you really be saying the shit I be thinking. And for me, that's more than enough. Like because I can't, you can't um, please everybody, right? That's no. fine. But as long as I'm speaking up for the people who live stealth or who see the disparities but don't know how to have that voice or don't care to have a voice or whatever, I need to be the voice for them. That's my whole spiel. And people just don't get it. People think that I'm just trying to be rich and famous. And I am, but I'm neither rich and I'm not even that famous. I mean, so, and all of the work that y'all see me do, this podcast, Transgender Time, 
All of my all of my stuff, my t-shirts, everything is paid for out of my pocket. I'm not sponsored anywhere. And I do it just for the community with nothing else. And that's why the fuck I'm always so broke because this equipment costs money. These websites cost money. I have so many fucking they subscriptions and, and, and all of this stuff. And people are like, well, where, why don't you have money? Well, I have two kids and I pay for all of this by myself. So that's why I'm poor. Anyway, another tangent. Why do you keep nodding your head and allowing me to do this? I'm going to put... Because you already told me you were going to edit it. So it's like, if you don't want... All you know I'm going to keep my rants in. But, you know, I'm going to keep my rants. But um, I am going to put uh, your all of your information uh, in the in the caption area so that people have easy access to be able to follow you. Of course, we're going to post this on all the medias and all that good stuff. So y'all make sure y'all give EC a follow. I promise you, it's not just trans tech stuff. He looked like he had a ball for his birthday. I was mad I wasn't on that boat. Even though I'm afraid of boats, I wanted to be on it. My man, my man's was lit up like a Christmas tree. And I was Yo. like, that's exactly how you do it. That's exactly how you do it. Yo. In the bed with Journey, like daddy, huh? Hold on. <laughs> Yo, that was that was an intentional, like, nah, yeah. I'm having a good And you deserved. And you deserved. And that's all I kept thinking. So y'all make sure y'all give him a follow. If you're not following me, make sure you give me a follow. My name is Caden X Official, all all social media platforms. I'm back on, I'm back on Twitter. I don't know. Threads just isn't doing it for me. I don't know. But anyway, I wasn't really on Twitter either. So now I'm on everything. Um, and so if you want to see the video version of this, of course, you have to be uh, subscribed to the Patre Patreon. That's the only place it's going to be. I'm thinking about eventually uploading them all to YouTube, too. I shouldn't have tell you, told y'all that because then you won't subscribe to the Patreon. But truth be told, y'all don't really be subscribing to the Patreon anyway. It just be my loyal supporters. And I love y'all. I do. I love y'all. Um, also, uh, TikTok. TikTok is super important. Follow me on TikTok. That's where I'm ratchet. Yeah. Well, I'm ratchet everywhere, but I'm super ratchet. I'm trying to get my, my follows up on TikTok so I can start going live and stuff. Yeah, we're we going to do that. We're going to do that. I did it for, for my daughter. They, they won't let her go live because she's too young and they keep bananaing her, but that's not the point. The point okay. is that I, I'm, I'm very good at that. So we can make that happen. And yeah, so again, if you're not transphobic, fatphobic, racist, ableist, classist, you need to leave a comment or at least um, do the poll that's going to be attached to this uh, video. You also need to share it on your timeline somewhere. Um, leave a comment, subscribe, uh, subscribe to the Patreon, subscribe to my Instagram, subscribe to me on TikTok, subscribe somewhere. Get on TikTok Live and send me a gift. Otherwise, you're either transphobic, fatphobic, racism, uh, racist, uh, uh, ableist and classist, and as his shirt says, pay black trans folks. Where did you get that? It's mine, so buy it from him. I want one. Tell me where to pay buy black, one. Payblacktransfolks.com. Folks is with an X. I'm about to go buy one right now, and you should too. Okay, anyway, <laughs> this was a super long podcast. So if you lasted this far, this long, you really are the goat. And I love you, and I want you to know that from the bottom of my heart. I love and you, too, if you, if you tuned in just because I was here. So, like, I appreciate, like, mm -hmm. we, And you feel free to comment. We've been, we've been, we've known each other for a if while. If you couldn't tell. So this was like a, <laughs> this was like a catch-up slash podcast. Yeah, so, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> I know this was entertaining. If you're, if you're on a road trip right now, you're welcome. 
You you enjoyed this. You enjoyed. You this. enjoyed that. You fight. laughed. You cried. You did all of the. You felt every emotion just now, didn't you? <laughs> didn't you? I know. I know. Um, thank you so much. I appreciate you for being here. Um, you know, I'm always rooting for you. We're going to get off of here and we're going to give each other our phone numbers and we're going to find something. I can't just keep running into you at events. Like it would be nice to know that you're already going to be there and we can actually be intentional about hanging out. Kurt. You feel me? All right. Thank you all for watching so much. Um, you know what? I, you know how I do it. Um, follow me, subscribe, do all those things. And until then, have the day you deserve.